episode 86 of Board Games with Variant Hex is all about 12 days. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, Adam and I talk about the holiday card game 12 Days. Not to be confused with the holiday card game 12 Days of Christmas. We'll tell you a bit about how it plays, discuss our opinions, and finally let you know if we'd recommend this one. Without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself and Adam talking about 12 Days. I'm surprised we don't have more donuts in the December month with all of the uh, the dozens floating oh. around. <laughs> yes, I didn't know where you're going. I just got an advent calendar today at IKEA and like it's we're we're well into December now, which just meant I got to catch up and eat chocolates. It's all twelves and twenty-fours. Oh nice. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, we played a couple of dozens of games, but only two games that both involve the number twelve. Yes, the first one we're going to talk about in this episode is 12 Days. Then there is a separate game, completely different game, called 12 Days of Christmas. And it would be incredibly easy to confuse the two, because besides the name, I think they're using the same deck. I will be confusing it the entire time. So yeah. if you're listening and anytime you're like, that's that's not that game, you're probably right. Yeah. I would trust your instincts over whatever words are coming out of my mouth. Yes. The tagline is on board game geek is the 12 days of christmas song is twisted into a quick playing card game and this could also be said for the other 12 days of christmas game called 12 days of christmas not the game called 12 days we're gonna barrel forward this one was made in 2011 by calliope games designer james Ernest and mike selinker mike selinker who knows if I'm saying it right, as always, but he also did Lords of Vegas, Betrayal at the House on the Hill, Axes and Allies, and like 180 more-ish things. So oh, wow. Okay. That guy's really bringing the heat. And honestly, I'm going to say, I don't I don't know that he brought enough to this game. Um, you can get it for $20 on the publisher website. I saw it for less than that. Basically, anywhere else you might seek to find it. It might be out of stock, though. Like, I didn't see it in stock a lot of places, but the listed price was under $20. It's three to five players. We played two players. It seemed fine enough. Probably not excellent, but it seemed fine enough. And it ranks the 3,050 overall on BoardGameGeek. I think that's a little high given some of the rankings I've yeah. seen on there. Personal opinion. It's number 901 in Family Games. 6.5 rating. Now, you can watch on Tabletop with Will Wheaton, a series that has now ended, has been ended for quite some time, um, but still available on YouTube. You can watch them play this game. And I think that's probably why we see this game. I don't want to say at all, because that seems maybe a little too harsh, but I think there's definitely an effect. I was more familiar with this game than the other one. And I, I overall, I thought the other one was better. That's why we're recording this one first, kind of move up uh, as we go through these games. So in general, the theme is that you, well, there's barely a theme, but you are trying to play, pass, and acquire cards so that you can claim day cards and win majorities. And to win, you have the most like tricks that you've won or the most majorities because that's how you score points. So that deck is 12 12s, 11 11s, 10-10s, all the way down to one, just like the 12 days of Christmas song. So all the way from 12 drummers drumming down to 
a partridge in a pear tree. Do you remember more about the rules? Yeah, so this is the one where we tr- uh, drew a card and then traded a card. Oh, Maybe right. not in that order. The yes. idea is that, so whatever cards you're left with, because you're only ever, pl- you're drawing a card and playing a card every turn. Mm-hmm. So you're never losing a card in your hand, mm-hmm. effectively at the end of it. So at the end of the game, you will take a look at your hand and you'll have to figure out Whoever has the most of each number, 1 through 12, the majority of that card will get those points. Mm-hmm. So if you have the majority of 12s, you will have, get 12 points, which will be more than one point. It's kind of like Arboretum. Doesn't Arboretum do something like that? Where like you're playing cards out, but then you also want to keep cards back because that has to do with how you end up scoring them. Well, that could be. You'll have to ask me in the spring. Okay. Uh, I'm in a I, winter mindset. You know what? I I, I'm jumping ahead. You're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, and then as you're... Part of the gameplay every round is that you are then each playing a card to see who's going to play the highest card to get yeah. this trick. And that trick will go from 1 to 12 also in, in escalating bonus points. And then yes. you just have points at the end that you add up. And uh, if, I think that's the entire game. If there's a tie, then that number, like, so if it's the 10th, you know, hand or whatever... And there's a tie for who would win that number 10 card. You've both played out the same number. It stays there. And then you, the next hand is for both the 10 and the 11. This is one of the more exciting and I think also more awful parts of the game. Because if it happens early in the game, you know, the total on the table there is three points. It's as much as the next number. If it happens late in the game, it's more than, it's more points than have happened. So it's, it's, it's a weird, and I think it's probably fun enough to just, you know, you just play it and then it's over and it's the holidays and it's not the main focus of what you're doing. If it is the main focus of what you're doing, um, I think it does fall flat. But I will ask you, for to start the Our Thoughts section, is this game good? So it depends is my answer. It's kind of like you said, depending on the environment you're playing in. Also, it depends on which of the 12 days of Christmas game you have played first. Oh. I think it's <laughs> a big difference on if this is good. If it's the first one, yeah, I think it's pretty good. Right. If it's the second one you've played, well. Yeah, because it, I think that thing of it being the same deck, it's like I think the the way the deck is is interesting. Like having the number of cards that correspond to the number that's very easy and intuitive to pick up. We play so many different board games where you're trying to understand the system they've created, understand how these cards work together. And it's like, well, I know the song. I know the picture that's going to be on the card. And I know how many of the card that there are because that's the number on the card. Like that does simplify things a whole lot. Agreed. Yeah. If you if you've sang that song twice in your life, you know how to play most of this game already. <laughs> yeah. I think that this is game is middling at best there's so much that depends on what you end up drawing because you're getting cards passed to you now it's not supposed to be a two-player game um but we were playing it that way and were we passing the same number back and forth a whole bunch we absolutely were but there's nothing to stop that from happening in a table of bigger people where everyone's like passing their 10 every time so every everyone's only just getting the same 10 maybe it's teaching you in some ways about economies and not intentionally, but how, like, passing around money works. I don't know. I'm probably trying to give it more credit than it should get. You just don't have a lot of agency 
in what's actually happening because a lot kind of hinges on what you draw and how powerful that is or how good it kind of conforms with everything else because the shedding aspects of giving away a card and playing a card I don't think really mitigate the fact that when you're actually getting cards in you're either getting in someone else's trash or you're getting this random card trying to make something meaningful or strategic out of that I don't think is necessarily going to happen so it's much lighter a lot more luck I don't think you can kind of pull together any kind of card playing higher level card playing strategy here there's it's just a bit too chaotic like the holidays I, I think it gives a lot of room though for family discussion and shock and all reveals while you're playing the game like you're not going to miss a beat trading your tens around while finding out that you know Suzanne is back with her ex-boyfriend and yeah everyone's reactions to such a lot of space for gossip a lot yep. of space for gossip at the table along with this game um so what makes this game unique i would say the deck but there's another game that has the same deck i think the trick taking and passing is not bad like that you're playing passing and then drawing that's that's kind of nice it's kind of fun to be moving cards around i don't think it's as fun as maybe like seven wonders but but yeah, I think Arboretum a little bit, Lost Cities a little bit in how you're managing the cards in your hand. Because Lost Cities also, I think you never get to, you end the game and have things, I think, in your hand that you never play. I can't remember how that how that wraps up. But yeah, I think that's a little bit less common the way that you have to hold things in your hand so that you can score them. Because I do, one of the more interesting decisions was there's a lot of 12s, but then scoring the 12s is very good. So how many 12s do I need to hold on to in order to score the 12s? Because the more of those I hold on to, the less of any other number I hold on to, and the less diversity that I have in my hand means the less things that I'm going to be able to score. Because it might be the case that if you just have one three, everyone else got rid of their threes. So you are, in fact, getting three points for just that one three. And there's only three of them to begin with. I think if you're, I guess if you can count cards... Maybe you're keeping track of that and know that you have the last three that's available, but like that is a hundred percent not the energy I'm bringing to twelve days. Yeah, it, but it is a good point you're bringing up of car, that hand management, card management, because keeping two twelves might get you twelve points, mm. but maybe one seven and one six will get you thirteen points if nobody else kept those. Right. So the same number of cards. It, it is interesting card math. I will give the game that credit. I don't know that it played out. For us, yeah, in a super fascinating way, but maybe with more players, or ah, I don't know, a different set of dealt out cards or something, it could be different. Right, with a full five players and how like just all the cards get used every every hand that people are playing cards, then what ends up being left to even score, that does sound more interesting. And we have to certainly disclaim this and really the episode that will be coming or have come, depending on the order you listen to these in that we played it with two people and you're really not supposed to. I can't mm. imagine that that absolutely, you know, was going to have an earth shattering difference, but you know, we weren't playing it with the official play count. Is it easy to learn? Yes. The rules were yes. so short. It is very easy. It is so easy to learn. And again, if you're not going to card count and try to try to get to this higher level, I don't know if I would say hard to master, but there's other things to be had there, but how to play your turn everybody everybody's very easy to know how to play start and finish this game how would you say you felt while playing this game 
I felt very not in control of anything. Mm-hmm. I felt that I was drawing. You were giving me a 10, and then yeah. I was drawing 10s from the deck, <laughs> and it felt mean. It felt like the game was being mean to me, honestly. And I know that's not how games are, because yeah. they're not people, and they can't do that. But that's how I felt, is the answer. I occasionally felt cunning, because, you know, we're doing this head-to-head battle, unofficially, and there would be times where, like, if you are playing the card to just barely win the uh, middle scoring card off the top of the round, like, occasionally I'd feel as though, like, oh, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to pass this card, and now I've kept these right things, and I'm going to play this card, and now this card's out of it, and it's won me this card. Throughout the game, the card that you can win changes in value, and then the card that you're giving up for it, whether you scored or not, changes in value. So even though the numbers are on everything, there's a lot of relative shifts in what's happening. That was the only time where I felt like more engaged, maybe a little cunning and thoughtful. Otherwise, I felt like mostly confused and kind of what you were saying, like, it's just, it's just kind of chaos. It didn't feel like I was doing any, I actually had any agency. It just seemed like I was a card mover until the card moving had ceased and we said the game was over. So in closing, would you officially recommend this game? I would officially not recommend this game. I think there are better Christmas games. Yeah. And I think outside of Christmas, there are certainly better non-Christmas games. A whole bunch of them, in fact. Oh, loads. The note that I had for myself here on the outline is, would I recommend this game? Absolutely not. Not, oh. And I think it's... I think it is because I would I would first recommend 12 Days of Christmas before I would ever recommend 12 Days. I think everything about it was just a, a smidge better for my taste. If you have some gossip, if you love counting cards, if you want to, you know, just just pass pass cards around the table and have a lovely time, this is probably all right, but it's not a thing that I would go out of my way to recommend. I think if you found it in the discount section, you get it in a stocking stuffer. If you're kind of obliged to do that type of gift giving, then maybe. Or if the other 12 days game didn't exist. I actually think that this one, this one was made in 2011. I think the other one might have come after it. So who knows how literal that was if maybe they saw this deck and was like, no, not this game. I'm making a new game. I'm making a new game with these cards. Yeah, and you're going to forget which one you're playing. like Because you're like, oh, I know one of them's good, they said, and one of them's not. And it'll be like a little bit through, and you'll be like, ah, it's that one. Never mind. <laughs> I don't want to play right. this one. <laughs> and I think that's kind of the worst thing about this is to have two games with the same deck that are this similarly named. Like, they're going to be confused for one another. And I didn't feel – I think that that could be the case for probably other board games where it's like, oh, these two eyes are confused, but they're both fine. Or they're both – bad and either way it's not like it's a little different if things get confused for each other and they're nothing alike right you could ask i guess several people in your family for this gift knowing that you're going to be getting different oh. gifts even when you give them <laughs> the exact same instruction see and there could easily there could easily be yet another game called 12 days of christmas or 12 days of christmas time or 12 days card game like who knows these are the two that we know about and with that I think we are moving on to the next one. I'm ready. We've obviously sung in these phrases.
Thank you so much for listening to episode 86. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at Variant Hex. We have a website and a blog at VariantHex.com, and you can email us at podcast at VariantHex.com. I've got some plans for those platforms, well, for Instagram and Twitch anyways, in the upcoming year. But I've said that before and done nothing, so we'll see. In any case, the next episode will be our review of 12 Days of Christmas, unless you're listening to these in reverse, in which case you have 85 more episodes headed your way, the next one being our review of The Ghost of Christmas, which is another holiday card game. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Today.